Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here, your host. I'm a financial advisor in Northern California, and my goal is to help you guys to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. So guys, I want to talk about expectations today. Everybody has expectations of ourselves, probably of others, (laughs) sports teams, whatever it is. And when those expectations are not met, it hurts a little bit extra. So it's crazy, guys. I'm going to talk to you right now about high school sports, reminiscing on how awesome we were or whatever. <laughs> Makes me feel kind of old, but I'm going to throw out the high school basketball team story here. So as you guys probably already know, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona. I played every sport imaginable, but in high school, I focused just on basketball and golf just to see how far I could go with those two sports. And our sports programs, they were pretty intense. Everybody played all year round. We worked really hard at it, but we all had a lot of fun together and it was just a great, great time. We had a great experience. So sophomore year, our JV basketball team, just throwing out the bragging stuff here. We went 18 and one, <laughs> or I don't even remember whatever amount of games we played, but we won every single game except for one. And we actually lost the last game of the year. It was so depressing, but JVT, JV teams, they don't go on to any sort of a state tournament. So, you know, we thought these next two years, we're going to have a good shot at making a big run in the state tournament. And our school, we had never won a state title in basketball before. So it was a lofty goal. Well, junior year rolls around, everyone played all summer, worked hard, and we were just really excited for the regular season. We had the expectation set that we would be the best team in Tucson and make a run at the state title. And we played really, really well that year. And we did end up qualifying to go play in the state tournament. So everything was going according to plan. And I forget how many rounds there were in state, but basically with how we were seated, we got to play our first game at home. So we win the first round. We win in the second round and, you know, we're well on our way to getting a shot at the championship game, the coveted game. And after you win the first two games, we actually got to leave town. We got to leave Tucson and we got to go play in Phoenix, which, you know, it's about a two hour drive, but we got to play in the Gila River Arena, which is where the Phoenix Coyotes play. And it was so insane. I've never played in a stadium like that. The first time we rolled up there, we were in the bus. We felt like we were an NBA team. They drop you off in the back. You walk through the tunnels. You can hear the noise of the other teams playing while you're getting ready. Just crazy to play in an environment like that. I mean, made such good memories. So game three, first game in the big stadium, we won as well. Now we're two games away from having a shot at winning the whole thing. And at this point, it just felt like it wasn't even a question anymore. We were expecting to win. So it seemed like a far off chance when we started the year. But again, now it was just a few games away. So we ended up winning the next two games and we made it all the way, all the way to the state championship game, the final game. 
and I had never been so nervous for a game in my entire life. So much my family came out, friends from everywhere, alumni, the whole deal. And uh, the stadium was so big, you know, it seemed like there was a lot of people, but once they actually got there, the stadium was still basically empty. <laughs> but it was still so cool. And when you win that many games in a row, it just kind of felt like we were invincible. You can't lose. Everyone expects you to continue to stay on that track. Paradise Valley. I'll never forget that team. I don't remember any of the other schools that we played throughout that tournament, but this is who we had in the final game, and they were good. They had a 6'6 point guard, 6'5 shooting guard, and they were both headed to play football at Boise State the following year, which it's just crazy that I still remember these details about this game. But <laughs> they ran this 3-2 zone. If you guys know anything about basketball, you'll you'll understand what I'm going with here. But their 3-2 zone, they put their tallest, most, most athletic kid in the middle of the top of the zone, and he just wreaked havoc on everybody. He was so long. I remember him making steals. I never thought he would get anywhere close to, and he was a fantastic athlete. But it was such a close game. I think it was about a six-point spread, even headed into the last corner. But when it was said and done, we lost the game. I believe by like eight or so points, and mostly just because at the end, you know, you start fouling and they're making free throws. It was even tighter than eight points. But it was one of the most disappointing feelings I've ever had, especially within my sports career. But looking back on it, I mean, we made it so far. We got to play in such a cool atmosphere, made amazing memories, and we lasted as long as any other team in the state. But I guarantee guarantee we were way more upset and sad than the other teams who lost half their games, never even made it to the state tournament. Their season ended a whole month and a half earlier than our, than ours did, and they weren't upset. They didn't care because of the expectation. They didn't expect to get past the regular season and make it into the state tournament, so it just wasn't upsetting to all of them. They realized their season would end short anyways. The more you expect, the tougher defeat tolls on you. So let's transition over to the stock market and talk a little bit about expectations there. Price fluctuates a lot on expectations of how a company is going to perform, and we saw exactly how evident that was with Peloton this last week. Peloton has become a brand everyone's familiar with, and a lot of people use in their homes. I mean, it's almost becoming a household name, and it's gotten to a point where consumers now expect a level of excellence from them, and investors expect that the company is going to hold up their end of the bargain and hit the numbers that they forecasted with us. And when that doesn't happen, when those expectations are not met, there are major knee-jerk reactions. So last Friday, Peloton stock was down 35%. And even today on Monday, November 8th, as I'm recording this podcast, the market hasn't closed yet, but it's down another 9% today as I'm looking at it. It's gotten absolutely destroyed in just a few days, only because on its earnings call, the company informed us of some turbulence that they hit with having to recall some inventory, they're having shipping issues, lower consumer interaction, and a number of other issues. You know, vaccine rates are rising, in-person gym memberships are coming back to where they were pre-COVID. And who knows if this kind of a reaction would have happened if the bar wasn't set so high for the company, and if the numbers investors expected to see on the call weren't so high. But they were. The company is held to a high standard, and for not performing, the stock is getting just crushed. And I really think this is a good reminder about not always just chasing the, the shiny object or the aggressive play. It would be easy to think that, you know, Peloton is so big now. They're on a roll. Everyone's talking about Peloton. There's all this hype. I'm seeing Peloton bicycles or the Peloton app and all my friends' houses and on all my friends' phone. They have, it's just such a good investment. Then, all of a sudden this happens, one bad earnings call. And if you were overexposed to it, it really, really hurts your portfolio. 
and come on, I mean, nobody picks winners all the time. No person ever in the history of investing never picked a stock that went or never did not pick a stock that went down. Everybody holds an investment at some point that loses money and doesn't go as planned. But as long as you're well diversified and not overexposed to one position and you're not taking on a ton of risk, then that's okay. One bad call isn't going to kill you. And it's also a good reminder that we have to pay attention to earnings reports. These calls are really important, especially if you're holding on to a lot of individual stock positions, because it's the best insight we can get into what's really happening with the company and where they may be headed into the future. Because again, we have to remember that investments prices are fluctuating, not based on past performance, but based on future expectations. And by listening to these earnings calls, that's where we can get a good understanding of what these future expectations look like and where the company is headed as a whole. So I thought this big movement with Peloton was just a really good example of what expectations can cause within the stock market. And just a reminder to make sure you aren't overexposed in one position because these things can happen so dang fast. And like we talk about all the time, these big quick price movements can cause us to make emotional decisions that can hurt us if we're just thinking emotionally and making very quick irrational thoughts. So guys, if you'd like help, if you want to go over your financial portfolio, talk about your goals and make sure that you're on the fast track to reach all those goals, you can go to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can schedule a personal call one-on-one -on -one with myself. I would love to chat with you and see how I can help. All right, guys, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.